So we're going to talk about a travel story. It's time for travel stories. Gather around, everyone. We're going to do a travel story. Welcome to From Someplace New, the long-term travel podcast where Karen Bernhardt and John Sumple discuss their hows and whys, lows and highs, and lessons learned while living abroad. Welcome to episode five of From Someplace New. It's Travel Story Day. I'm John Sumple. I'm Karen Bernhardt. And we're here to talk a little bit about our experiences as a long-term travelers, ongoing travel. Uh, we've been doing it for one year, seven months, eight yeah, months, something like that. One year and a half, yeah. And one of the things that we encounter along the way are so many different stories that are interesting. And we would we figured that we would take time every once in a while to share a short story, give you kind of insight. That's hard for you, John. A short story? <laughs> I, I always say long story. Or sh- to make a short story long? I always long. say short story long with right. John. And if you all know John, some a lot of you will. He's he's a talker. He's a storyteller. Yeah. So let's, let's jump into okay, this so week's what's story. Today's? That will hopefully be a short story, yeah. not a long story. I'll keep it reined in. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about bus travel. Yeah, you bus know, travel. You know, coming from the United States, if you mention bus travel, people will, will kind of throw up in their mouth a little bit. Ugh, Greyhound bus. Yeah, like, it's like, well, one, I, do I don't that? even want to go to the, the bus station. It's in a bad part of town. Why would I ever want to take a bus? You know, that is not an option. And even train travel, not 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 a huge option unless you're in a in a city that has subways or metros. But yeah, for us, what we've learned is that traveling by bus in South America is a much preferred mode of travel over flying. A very common and a quite lovely experience. experience. Yeah. It was shocking for us when we did our initial trip to Ecuador and we flew into Quito because Quito is a city of 2.8 million people, I believe, something in that area. And the airport was brand new. So we're expecting it to be this big airport. And it was a relatively small airport. Not that many gates, a very modern airport, but not that we not were kind of surprised. Bustling hub of an airport yeah. that you might expect of a city that size. Yeah. But you go to one of the two main bus stations on the Hold north side the and the south side unbelievably busy like ant colonies crazy yeah so that was a huge eye-opener for me i had never experienced anything like that yeah i mean to even see it and know that it was that big of a business for south america and we did some short trips uh, when we were in quito to you know a couple hour trips nothing long those were not so that's different a little bit i mean we'll talk about but i mean that's still bus travel still bus travel but that um, but the accessibility to bus is very easy you can just go there you don't need to plan ahead just show up there's tons and tons of routes and bus lines and i mean i felt like anything we wanted to do like you could you could plan like every hour, every right. you know couple hours. Yeah, and we there would we be a route. and we were always looking like, well, do we need to make it? You know, purchase tickets ahead right. of time. Right, thinking we'd have to plan, you know, much more in advance. People and like just be there half be, an hour. You know, much more strategic. No, not no. at all. But Super even the, even the long term buses that we've taken too, they have been. Uh, you, you know, we've, we've purchased our tickets ahead of time, but we were told you don't need to because usually there's availability on the buses. Uh, and they say, yeah, just be there a half an hour before. So it's not like, you know, going to the airport a couple hours before, going through security, all the stuff with that. It's getting to the bus station, checking in, 
checking in your luggage, getting on the bus, and you're off. Yeah. So for yeah. the long-term travel, we did, we've did. we done several so long-term This is where it gets more interesting and more fun because they are so comfortable. So comfortable. Unbelievable. I mean, I've had, I got um, bumped up to first class, I mean, years and years ago. And I, I remember thinking, oh my goodness, like this is, you know, this is the, this is the life. Like, I mean, these seats are, you know, so cush and big and all of that. I would say that most of um, the buses that we've taken long term, the seats are more, more comfortable than what I experienced. Much more comfortable. Yeah, in first class. It's like traveling in a Barca lounger. It really is. Yeah, very comfortable. The seats it kind depending. of have a, it's not a pod, but it practically feels like yeah. it because of you. Uh, why? Because of the, the way the armrests are, and then you yeah, put the wide. seat back. It's wide. The and seats you go back. Your, you have your own space. You plenty your tray of table. Your yeah, like you create a little nest for yourself with your things, and when you're traveling. And they do have uh, two, depending on the bus. So they have. Comma and semi-comma, which is bed. Yeah, you mentioned that the other day. What What is that? So comma buses are the ones that recline further. Some are 180, so it turns into a bed. Most are 165, so it's not going to be 165 so we've degrees. Done, yeah, we've done each. We've done only one that was 180. That was fully reclining. That was the Yeah, Teresa. and that was, was that from Guayaquil to? I think it might have been. To, uh, it was the long, yeah, it was from Guayaquil down to, to uh, to Juan Chaco, Juan Chaco, Peru. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like you're compl- and which was great because that was how many hours was that? That yeah, bus trip? eighteen hours. Yeah. So you're sleeping. You yeah. know, you, you're you're going to want to sleep, and mm-hmm. there's it, you can. It's totally comfortable. Yeah. So we our bus our long travel bus trips were from Quito to Guayaquil, which was eight hours. From Guayaquil to Trujillo, Juan Chaco, which was sixteen hours. Then we took a bus from Huanchaco down to Lima. That was, I think, eight hours. You're so good at remembering those hours. Okay. I just know that there was that one bus trip that was, I guess that's the one when connected, which you mentioned from right. Lima to Guayaquil to Trujillo. And then we had another that was long, a long, long slog, but then we had another made long one. more comfortable because the buses. Right. And then we had another very long one from uh, Lima to Cusco. Now, why? Let's talk about that. Why did we take buses versus, say, flying? Ridiculously cheap. Mm-hmm. I mean, unbelievably inexpensive compared to what we would term to be expensive airline travel. Going from Quito down to Peru would have been more expensive because it was an international flight and there was a lot of taxes on those flights. So it would have been much, much more expensive for us to fly to Peru versus taking a bus. Yeah. So, I mean, the huge cost savings and because what, we, what we've learned, how comfortable it is, it's kind of a no-brainer. Right. The only thing somebody might say, well, I don't know if I would be okay with being on a bus for 18 hours. Right. They have bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Get up and walk around. They serve food. They serve and food. You, got, you can bring your own snacks. Bring your own snacks, too. No so the food co- is no nothing alcohol, fancy, no but it's not horrible. Anyone, but, yes, we can. you bring your own you know, snacks and things. Yeah. And you just like we've done, you nest. I mean, I bring, you know, like my biggest fluffiest scarf or I mean, some people I know when they fly, they always have like a little travel lap throw. Um, they give you the little pillow, just they like give you, you, pillow know, you and a get blanket. on a longer flight. Yeah. Pillow and a blanket. Yeah, pillow and a blanket. And you know, an I mean, we would do this uh, when we were traveling with uh, with my stepson and his girlfriend, which we've mentioned. 
And it was funny how like each, you know, each of us would just kind of create our setup. And it was like you had all your stuff. You're listening to downloaded music or movies. You got your your tablet, your headphones, your snacks, your blanket. Yeah. And you just create a little nest for yourself. It's actually kind of kind of cool. And they all have entertainment Mm -hmm. on there as well. Most of them were in English with Spanish subtitles or vice versa. Uh, so you you had the option. I just downloaded things that I wanted to watch off of my laptop, too. So those those were options as well. And I actually liked it to unplug. I mean, I guess sure. I'm a little bit different than a lot of people where they want the entertainment stream. I loved it to just, yeah, just to get quiet and just nap. It's just kind of a, an opportunity to just that completely chill. And part of this, too, is that when you're, you think about airline travel is that you have to you get up you know, at a certain hour of the day, you have to make sure that you're ready to go. You oh, transport the to the up, airport, the, gear up. Yeah, the two and a half hour before you go. wait. And so all of that time, the, by the time you step on the plane, you've already been moving to get to that point for four hours. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Really. You know, so you, with this, you, you know that you're going to the bus station, you know the bus is leaving at 10 a.m., you get to the bus station at 930 and you're you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no screening lines. There's no. I mean, they screen you as you get on the onto the bus. And you check in your luggage. I mean, there's that luggage. process where there's, there's somebody a serv- you know, person servicing you with there's that. No lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's so so quick. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess the main point being that um, it was it was uh, an eye opener and interesting for us to be exposed to bus travel in the capacity that we were and will be uh, still. Although we haven't we haven't taken a bus and. In a little while, just because. Well, we were supposed to take a 24-hour bus from Bariloche down to El Calafate. Yeah, and here we are again with this episode. But yeah, we're you know embroiled like all of you in the. Um, are we? Do we refer to it as the Corona? virus pandemic or the COVID-19? I know either one of, I think it's, it's I know right. coronavirus causes COVID-19 illness. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Um, so, right. We had intended in the coming weeks to take uh, a very long bus ride um, to get ourselves further south into Patagonia and have some some time in Patagonia. So, like all of you, we are, are make, we're making major adjustments during this time. But so I don't know when our next bus trip will be. But the yeah. point being that we're completely open completely to it. Any time that's an option, we explore it. And some people might ask, well, is there train travel? Not really travel. There is from Buenos Aires, there's a few uh, train lines, but uh, Peru really was non-existent. Ecuador, yeah, touristy tri- train ride. But for the most part, it's not a, in Chile, not a point A to point B travel. So it's buses and airplanes. But I would say in Ecuador and Peru in particular, because that was our biggest experience, I would say 80% of the people travel by bus. And what would you say, too, about someone that maybe would be concerned about the safety of buses? There, I guess there would be some things that you have to be smart about. Certain like, like buses more than others. It. Yeah, we did some research on that. You want to make sure that your bags are near you. You don't want to put them up in the... These are more for, I would say, in Ecuador was the bigger issue that people said that there might be some... Yeah, and that was more the, the, the shorter rides. Like shorter we, rides, where, yeah. Um, you can technically uh, throw your backpack up above your, you know, similar to a plane, like the stowaway area. Mm-hmm. People had warned us that you don't want to do that, that you want to keep it at your feet. Right. Um, be aware of it. So that, again, like you mentioned, I mean, that's more the shorter bus rides. Right. And the longer bus rides, you're, you're, <laughs> you're checking your bags. Right. You can watch them, put them into the stowaway area mm-hmm. of the bus. Mm-hmm. 
And then you have your, in our case, it was always a very overstuffed backpack with, um, for us, we always wanted to have our laptop and, you know, of course your phone. And I mean, if you were super concerned and I mean, we travel that light, um, have your most valuable items with you. Right. 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 At your seat. There was a one funny, I don't remember which leg it was, but, uh, I thought I had my jacket stolen. Oh, I know. And I was like, oh, it was brand new, brand new jacket. Yeah. And like you just got and I'm like, yeah, you put it on that overhead area and here we go. Like your jacket was stolen. And at some point during the night it had fallen down and the guy sitting in the seat in the seat behind me had it draped over him as as a Well, as we were like thinking that that it was gone, like, darn, it's gone. I could see like the couple, the the, well, the, wife. the wife. She was kind of like, like, "What is this? Like, why do you have this?" this? And I and was like, like, "Oh, oh, it's oh. our jacket." But oh. anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't one of those things like he took it down and was using it. It, it was something that probably had fallen down during the night because it was an overnight trip, and yeah. was totally unaware that it was that it was there. But he was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Here, here's your jacket." So that was that was kind of funny. So also, I mean, the process of um, more logistically, the process of reserving a bus. I mean, I would say most of the websites are pretty robust, pretty easy to work with. I would say they they can be a little bit challenging because sometimes you enter the information and when you go to process it, it doesn't process it. Yeah. Uh, So you might have to go back and do it a couple of times. On a laptop, it's easier than doing it via a phone. A lot of people prefer to use their phone. But for the most part, we booked everything online. You can choose your seats online. And I mentioned earlier about comma and semi-comma. Then a lot of the buses are double-decker buses. The long-haul buses are double-decker buses. And in some of the lines, they're all the same seating on top and bottom. In other lines, the lower level is considered the premium level, and the seats go back further. Uh, there's nothing different uh, about the Right, the, the that's really the factor, right, is the, the seats, the uh, reclining ability right. of the seats. Because I would say the actual setup, the, um, is this, is the seats this, is themselves, very yeah. top and bottom, are the same. Yeah, and it depends on certain buses have upstairs, they have four across. The ones downstairs are three across, so two and one. That's true. But there's a lot of buses that are also uh, comma buses. Comma meaning the word for bed in Spanish. So semi-bed oh, versus see, full I, bed. I didn't even realize yeah. that. I was wondering yeah. so what you comma saying. Versus was like semi-comma. comma, like, you know, like punctuation. C-A-M-A. Okay, got C-A-M-A. it, got it. Semi-comma, mm-hmm. comma, and, mm-hmm. and comma. Yes. So, uh, yeah, we, we've been in both the premium area, which we realized is not that much of a difference from the other area. You paid, you know, a few dollars. Just to give you an example, like the longest leg that we had, like the 18-hour leg, that was like $30 uh, per person. It's crazy yeah. affordable. Crazy affordable. Yeah. Versus a f- the flight, if we had flown from Quito down to Trujillo, would have cost us like $300 per person. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a no-brainer to do the bus travel. We so always travel on the weekends. Right. Yeah. So to keep our, sh- our story travel short. story short, yeah. which, um, how do we wrap this up? Just I, I mean, well, my point would be that I'd be open to it. Be open to that it. That you'll probably, I would be confident that you'll be as pleasantly surprised as I was. Yeah. That um, how how nice it is to take buses and to travel that way. Yeah, and we had read about it, and it wasn't until we experienced it that we realized, wow, this is much nicer than we thought. So, it's it is extremely comfortable, extremely affordable, and if you have the time and are, are willing to relax, it's a great way to to travel long distance in South America. Yeah, so that's it. Go that's for it. it. 
So if you are following along, please subscribe, listen to our podcast on your favorite platform. If you have a desire to leave a comment as well, we would appreciate that too. So we look forward to sharing more travel stories with you in the future, as well as our regular podcasts. So look forward to talking with you soon. Thanks a lot, travelers. Travelers.